0: Good evening, the back community tonight. How long? Not long. Not long. Not long. <laughs> how long? Not, not long. long.
1: Tell them. Tell them.
0: Tell them. Back community tonight. We have a special guest. We got my man. We got the champ with us tonight. Who uh who has uh, uh gave us his presence tonight. Uh, I look forward to diving into his story tonight. We have Trevor the Dream, Brian. And he's going to tell us about his experiences uh, 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 being from uh, uh, Albany, New York, where he's at right now. And we get a chance to dive into his story. So the dream. Uh, Thank you for giving me your time tonight, bro. I truly appreciate it. Thank you.
1: Thank you, brother. I appreciate you guys even having me on this show, having me here to talk with you guys. And like I said, man, I just want to put on for my city and keep continuing to shed some great light coming
0: from upstate New York. Okay. Okay. Hey, listen, man, uh, uh, me and this guy, Trev, go way back. Way uh, back. Model. Uh, and, model program. Yeah, man. Since the model program, I remember uh, 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 me and Malcolm used to laugh about this thing for years. I'd be like, yo, you first bought Trevor by it. I'm just like, he too big to be a student. He's just like, but hell no. He's just like, <laughs> yo, man. Yeah, I was laughing. Like, it's funny no because. Way. Remember, I was in my old program, and then
1: by I, I became a mentor of the yeah. program. So just to see me grow like that, and also give back and help for the same thing that you guys did for me, I had, yes.
0: to, I had to do a turnaround and do the same thing. Nice, nice. And I, I, I'm going to say, it goes down in history, man. Uh, the, uh, uh, our trip to Charlotte one time, because you will forever be known to me as Trevor, <laughs> Trevor Jones, Jones from New York <laughs> Giants.
1: <laughs> Yeah. The New York Giants, and yeah. that worked all weekend. That worked all
0: weekend, man, <laughs> ci Hey, listen, the back- Yeah, what division, year was um, that? That was like what? Mm, uh, might have been- 13? 14? It it, it might have been 13. It, it might have been 13. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it might have been 13. Somewhere around next. because I know I moved to the DMV in 2013, so okay. actually, it might have been a year before that. It might have been 2012. I don't know. Wow, I was man. late. Listen, that'll forever go down in Epic. the history of my, of my stories for CIO. Epic. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, listen, man, I want to dive into your story, Trevor. I wanted to give yes. you the opportunity to tell the back community about you. I know who you are. I know that you are Mr. WBA heavy uh, heavyweight champion himself, Mr. 21 and 0. Who's been mm-hmm. boxing since he's been 11 years old? Uh-huh. I know these things, but yeah. please, here's your opportunity to tell the back community about you.
1: Well, again, thank you guys for having me, back community. And um, again, my name is Trevor Bryan, um, Trevor Cosmo Bryan Jr. I'm gonna put my whole name out there for you guys. This <laughs> is who I am, and uh, my stage name is The Dream. I'm the WBA heavyweight champion of the world. Remember, I'm the only heavyweight champion in America right now, so please put some respect on my name, 21 and no undefeated. And I'm from upstate New York, Arbor Hill, Albany, New York. And I come from the same community that a lot of these young kids are going through some hard times now because I see that there's not much for them to do. But I'm one of those guys that made it through the cracks. I was Mm -hmm. in a lot of different stuff back then, back in Arbor Hill. Like I said, if you know anything about Arbor Hill, upstate New York, it's a tough area. I mean, don't get me Mm -hmm. wrong, it's beautiful. Spots and beautiful things about the city itself, but mm-hmm. they they shed more dark and um and bad stuff energy that comes yeah. from up there instead of the good stuff that we got coming from upstate New York. And like I said, I'm from Arbor Hill. What they call the West Region? What do they call it? West West Hill West, or what, West Hill? Yeah, I think West yeah. Hill. Yeah. And like yeah. I said, I went to Arbor Hill. Um, went to Arbor Hill. Went to Albany High for one year. Had a little trouble, so I had to transfer to bishop again. I ended up graduation graduating back in 2008 from, um, Bishop again. And again, like I said, regardless, I'm from Auburn, New York. They might say on my box rec that I might be from Schenectady, but my gym was in Schenectady, but I'm actually from Auburn, New York. And like I said, like the whole upstate is my city. The whole upstate is my hometown because I represent, I represent upstate New York. So here I am, man, back community. Let's, let's drop it on me. Whatever questions you guys want to talk about with the chair right now, Please bring it on, and I will let you guys know where I come from, the experiences I've been through, just to get me to where I'm at now in life. And mm-hmm. like I said, I, I'm making history in my name, and I'm making history for my city because, like I said, it, it takes a lot to come from where I come from and to right. be where I am now. So,
0: right. And what a lot of people don't, uh, uh, what a lot of people don't realize is that you know, uh, there's another uh, uh, historic great. Uh, individual from our area as well, and you guys mm-hmm. are both underneath the same uh, a production company, if I'm not mistaken, is what is uh, you're underneath uh, Don King Production, right? Yes. Yeah. What are you talking okay. about though? I'm I'm talking about Tyson. Okay, back, yeah, Tyson, Tyson, day, Tyson,
1: Tyson, yeah, Tyson? Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. Yeah, Tyson definitely was in the um upstate region. I believe it was what Catskills. Catskills came from mm-hmm. the Catskills, whatever, and yeah, we have um historical pictures of him actually in. New courts, yep. being around Albany, all yep. different sites, and he ha- he he also has a management group that actually came from Albany as well. Yep. One of his good friends, I forgot his name. The Horn R- Rory Band, Roy Holloway. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, Roy Holloway. Yep.
1: And yep. like I said, well, this is all from upstate. You wouldn't imagine what type of history is coming from upstate New York, yeah. and. And we're continuing now in the new generation that's with right. me. So, that's and right. even the even the younger kids under me as well. And I mean, because it's a lot, mm-hmm. like I said, it's a lot of great things that's coming out of Albany. We just need to shed light on it. And yeah. like I said, I'm, I'm happy to be here. And yeah, I'm under the Don King bear only in America. And Don, listen, Don King yeah. is one of the greatest ever. He he started mm-hmm. the blueprint of my mm-hmm. profession, and it's it's just it's just funny to see that now. I used to watch this man on TV, and here I am as he's representing me in my career. It's, it's just nice. life is something else.
0: Nice, nice, and it's and it's crazy because uh, Albany is comprised of it's it's a basketball, it's the basketball town, but we also have some uh, 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 some historic names in in the boxing world as well, mm-hmm. yourself included. Uh, yep. Who am I? Who am I missing now? Uh, Amir a Elijah Tillery. Elijah Tillery. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 the other guy who's down there with, uh, uh Jay Prince right now. Well, I can't think of his name. Oh, um, Ty,
1: Ty, my title. What's, uh, not, not, what's his name again? Yeah. The, Any, young boy. He's doing pretty well. He's with top rank. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 I, I'm doing link right now. But well, like yeah. I said, man, it, it, it's an honor, uh, because one, I know how much work you put in to get to where you at, uh, uh to where you are right now. And that's some of the stuff I want to dive in with you because we got a lot of people from the town that aspire to be in areas and situations uh, uh, that you are to be considered the WBA heavyweight champion. So you know I want to spread I want to spread a little bit more spotlight on that. So I'm gonna hit you with a, a, a your first question. Uh, actually, I think you answered it already. So what part of what part of Albany did you grow up in? I'm from Arbor Hill, Albany, New York. We call it West Hill. I went to Arbor Hill Elementary School. Okay. Okay. All right. Listen, uh, 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 how did you get into boxing as a profession? Uh, uh, uh what, uh, uh, what sparked your interest, uh, in, uh, in, in becoming a boxer?
1: It's funny because, um, I always ask this much, I ask myself this, um, I never, I, I didn't come from a, a, a sports family background, although I was mm-hmm. very active as a youth, but none of my family have never been in professional sports that I know of, but, um, boxing was something i just fell into i even mm. actually like i said it started where i actually was you No, know, we have a couple of community centers within albany itself and a couple of different programs that was going on and so happily i lived on Collins street which they call c block mm. and on um, my i, I um, right there on swan street i went to st joseph's mm. where tony marshalls was, was another top guy from That's the city right. as well that did well and had a couple of national titles and um and, um, um, I like I said, um, the sewer rolling in, sewer. in the sewer, yeah, the sewer. Yeah. Now, back then, now, if, if, you, if you're from upstate New York and you're from Albany, you know how Swan Street and Collins Street was back in those days. I mean, this yeah. is back yeah. in the early 90s. I mean, yeah. early 90s going to 2000. it was a rough area. And for me to even go to that, <laughs> the coach at community center, I had to go all the way down Timbrook and mm-hmm. come up First Street. Just to Mm -hmm. go to St. Joseph's, I could never go across that corridor Mm -hmm. where Matt Barbershop was, which is right there of the corner of Colony Street and um, Livingston Am. I could never walk through that street right there because it was tough right there. TC Club Mm -hmm. was there and all that. And -hmm. I can never, never go past that street. I remember one story, just to stop before I get where I'm going. Um, Mm -hmm. I remember I passed the rest in peace to Matt. Um, he was the barber that was a le- mm. legend man that knows mm. everybody in the community. And I remember one time I walked past right there. I was like, man, I'm not walking all the way down the street to go to the community center. I mean, I passed that street right there and went to community center thinking everything was good. By the time I got home, my father was on my tail. like, yo, mm. what you doing on, so on the street? I, just, I said, how would he even know? <laughs> Matt. I went to go get a bar. Went to go get a haircut the next day. He's like, "Yeah, I had to tell your daddy I seen you walking through here." I said, oh, "I loves you." But man, just to tell you, like I said, um, I'm strolling into Saint Joseph's and um, Tony Marshall's was there actually training in the basement. And like I said, I always used to go to the community center, but never went to the boxing gym. We used to go play pool upstairs, foosball, that stuff. And I was like, "Yo, it's a boxing gym now. Let me let me try this out." Man, when I said. That this workout was so tough, so hard. It was hot. It was hot in St. Joseph, if you remember. And, and I said, man, like, how, how can I, how, how dare I can't do this? And, and for some reason, I fell in love back then, but I didn't stick with it as well. It took me a little bit more to get back into it. And I actually really started with um, Vincent Kittles, and he, they mm-hmm. had a small boxing gym, which again, there was a couple other big fires from the community. Um, I believe BJ was one of them. Um, mm. Marcus Williams was one of them. Mm. Um, was what was another young boy at Fort the Bruno Stadium? Um a lot, lot of guys that came out of there in yeah. Livingston. And I actually started my um amateur career right there in that back door, that back little corridor in Livingston High, Livingston Middle School, mm. in a little, little small little closet, which was a gym, and that's where it all started. And I fell in love with the sport. I mean, at the time, I was a football, basketball player. Mm. And um, boxing was, like I said, never really dawned on me. For for me, to something that I really wanted to do. I was just doing it for free time. And Mm. as I was coming up in my amateur career and um, seeing all these different guys going to these different national tournaments to meet these different young boys that's competing for the state in the country and all that, and just to hear all the stories that, oh, their father and their grandfather was a boxer and ex-champion. And I was like, man, I ain't even really mm-hmm. supposed to be here. But I remember I, f- I forgot what heavyweight champion came to one of those national fights and told me, like, man. And this was when I was like, what, maybe 13 or 14 at the Silver Gloves. This mm-hmm. man told me, hey stick with this you're going to be a champion one day if you stick with this sport that's a me champ I was just doing this to punch people in their face <laughs> it was just to get a little energy out like I didn't really think that I was going to stick with this boxing and like I said this is something that grew on me and something that became that love you know what I'm saying so that's how basically I started with boxing it's just been a dream come true since then yeah
0: it's the perfect name for you man like I said Trevor the dream uh, and to to honestly uh to see your evolution to see where boxing has uh uh, uh, uh has been able to take you uh, mm-hmm. it's really amazing uh, uh just to see it to see that you know you're still the same uh you're still the same level-headed person that I knew back in the days even with all your success and your experiences that you're experiencing right now but how does it feel to be the WBA heavyweight champion man
1: man I, listen, I manifest my hard work, my dedication into reality, and, and again, like, coming from where I came from, like I said, I was never given nothing, so for me to get all of this out of hard work, get it out the mud, man, this is a dream control. My name is going to go down in history. I mean, period. Here's Here's the here. only heavyweight champion that came out of up at, actually is born from Albany, New York. My okay. name will go down in history regardless of how my career go back. I plan to keep still pushing because Mm -hmm. it just, the dream is just starting from here. Yeah. I I got the title now, but this Mm -hmm. is the hard part where now that I make my legacy and I fight these big fires and Mm -hmm. fight these top guys from all over the world. And just to put my foothold of who the Mm -hmm. Trevor Bryan, the dream is. And like I said, it's a dream come true.
0: All right. Hey, listen, man, I'm going to take it there. You told me I can take it there. So, uh, we always say, you know, how long? Not long, because we know. Not long it's, at it's, all. Not, not long at all. Who's up next for you? You know, I might have, I might have heard some rumblings. Uh, I I know uh, you might you might want to go after a, a Wilder. You might want to go after. You know what I mean? What's the ideal fight for the dream?
1: Well, right now there's a lot of big fights out there. And there's a lot of big fights mm-hmm. on the table right now. Um, even like you just mentioned the name before that came from Casca region. Mike Tyson they offered hey Trevor would you like to fight Mike Tyson Mike Tyson would like to give it a go back at it so that right there is going to be legendary in itself nice. that, to have a chance to fight Mike Tyson like I remember I used to we used to pay for this man fights and we all in at one house on one TV just watching it and mm-hmm. for me now to have a to have an opportunity now to fight this legend itself. And to start mm. my legacy, this is something big for the Capital Region, period. I, mean, I agree. There's a lot of other couple of names out there as well. Um, Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder. I mean, these are the top guys. And even Anthony Joshua. These are the yeah. top guys right now in boxing. And I want to showcase my talent against who they say is the best in the world. And I know I can hang with the best of them. So um, mm. that's who I'm looking for. There's a lot of other couple of fighters that they did mention but I'm not going to shed no light to their name for the simple fact that when I only had the end term and I was calling these guys out, they wouldn't dare mention my name or Don King name. So I'm not going to mention them name, but those are the top three guys that I'm looking forward
0: to having the next mega fights with. Nice. Nice. Uh, yeah. I remember, uh, just to go on a tangent, man, I remember, uh, the first time I met Tyson, right. I was actually in Holloway's, uh, uh 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 because it used to be holloway's right there on the corner uh clinton and swan and then it was a penny candy store and then it was modern's barber shop right across the street so yeah. I remember the first time i walked up in the joint man and i seen tyson and it was after one of his fights and and, and he was all bruised up his eye was all uh 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 uh, uh school and all that but he was just like hey little man or whatever and i just remember looking up trevor i was like in awe i was like it's like he just said it's a Halo man, whatever, but it's just like hey, now,
1: listen.
0: <laughs> now to be able to say, you know, in 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 our generation, you know, I actually know someone who is a heavyweight champion of the world. It is a tremendous honor uh and privilege, you know. What I mean, and I can't wait to see uh what comes next for you. Uh both. Uh, in the ring and outside of the ring, man. Cause I yep. know uh, you also recently welcomed some new additions to your family. So congratulations on Father. Thank you, thank up, you brother.
1: Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I man. have a funny story too. Um I remember I used to play baseball as well and I was actually a good um first baseman. And I used to play downtown in um Crank Park and all that. Yep. And uh I remember Mike Tyson actually came in town one mm-hmm. time man. I remember I was sitting there eating my little hot dog, whatever, and fries. And they was like, "Yo, Mike Tyson here, Mike." I said, "Mike Tyson, mean the Bob's of Mike Tyson." Yeah, Mike Tyson. <laughs> so I ran over there where Mike Tyson was. Now remember, I was a little chubby, little fat kid back then. So I ran over there for Mike Tyson. I brought my glove and everything. I got my glove signed
0: mm.
1: with, with, by Mike Tyson. His autographed name, Mike Tyson. I was so ecstatic, so hyped. Oh my God. But I was like, oh man, I gotta go eat my food before my next game starts. So tell me how I went to go eat the rest of my food, then ran dashed back over to the field that we were supposed to play my game. Guess what I left behind?
0: Your gloves.
1: My signed Mike Tyson Bland. Never, never since man. Mm. Mm. <laughs> because the food got me. <laughs> mm. uh-huh. You tell me I was a little fat, little chubby little kid back then, but. That's a funny story that how yeah. I met Mike Tyson the first time though,
0: but uh-huh. yeah, man, I did. Now listen, I was more worried about eating my food than, <laughs> than, 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 than secure on than my glove.
1: <laughs> that yeah. was too funny, man, but yeah, so. Let me see. But yeah, I did just add a, um, a new addition to my family, my little pretty little daughter. I got two doors now. Um, Hopefully I can um be able to make a big step like you, brother. And I'm um, compete with my family and have my fiance and and have be under one roof in a second. So like I said, I still got some growing to do, and that's definitely coming. But I definitely have a beautiful family, and yeah. family is something that I, I, I um, that, that that I really value. I mean, yeah. and that's why I'm so giving, that's why I'm so loving, and that's why I'm so humble because mm-hmm. I know where I come from, with my family, and know how my family was, and I just want to shed that same love back to my new fa- new family that I have now.
0: Facts, facts, and it's like man, uh, uh, anybody to tell you, Trev, it's a journey. You know what I mean? It's just like man, my my situation with my first kid uh, was chaotic and out of this world, but it was just like you know, God takes us through things for a reason. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I wasn't mature enough where I, where I am now to be able to 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 relish in what I have. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So. Long story short, you know, I have uh, 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 nothing but um, I know the expectation <laughs> for you is set, and I mm-hmm. know that you're going to live up and surpass that expectation. That Thank you. My mind, bro. Thank it's you. My mind. Uh, well, let me see, man, because one of the things I want to do is, is you know, Albany's on fire. I was just up in Albany, uh, 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 and, I, and I went up there because we co-sponsored uh, 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 with Pop Campbell. For the uh a big G classic that he put on. Yo, Trey, okay. that joint put me back in the feelings as if it was like a tournament uh down there at the new course back when the new course was really popping. Yeah. It was you know, it was such a great feeling. You know what I mean? I, I, I also was hanging with Tony Marshall too, because okay. he used to live right next to me uh, mm-hmm. uh on Judson. So but uh okay. but yeah, uh sorry to go off on a tangent, but uh it felt really, really good to be able to bring back nostalgia and good times for the city because we need as much of it as possible.
1: Definitely. So,
0: but um, I got a question for you. Um, uh, let's see, growing up in the Capital District area, what kind of programs or opportunities did you take advantage of? Um, There definitely was
1: the, PL- the PALLs, because I used to play baseball. Um, um A lot of the different schools had a lot of different programs as well, like Arbor Hill, mm-hmm. Livingston. They had also in St. Joseph, not yeah. necessarily just programs, but a safe haven for kids to enjoy their time. Even if, if it's yeah. after school or during the summertime, we had somewhere to go and something to do to stay active and to stay safe. You know I mean, yeah. and that's something that I want to bring back to the community as well. But um, that was the things that I had. And also your program that you became that you made yeah. with the fellow yeah. guys, a model is something that we had kids to 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 um basically to join in and, and, yeah. and, and be a, among other kids their age and and to do something positive. And, mm-hmm. and that's that's the programs I was in, that's the programs I wanna continue when I get to the point where I can come back and bring back to the community.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah, man, it's like uh, out of all the interviews, I wanna say most of the people always talked about how we had, you've named so many different programs and everyone else before you always focused on that same thing. We had so many programs, but uh, uh, the, the city is an absence of a lot of those programs. You mentioned St. Joe's. You mentioned, you know what I mean, uh, 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 the, the boxing center. Uh, you know, there were so many Boys different club. programs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, that we always are asked now, say, where have these resources gone? Because mm-hmm. without them, we're seeing what's happening because it's a lot of, most of what's happening is a younger population of people. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like, you know, when you don't have anything positive to do, like nine times out of 10, you're going to end up running running up against some negativity and thinking that that's the cool thing to do. But mm. it, it's not. But uh, I'm glad that you just touched on that because, you know what I mean, coming from a small city has a lot of advantages. You know what mm. I mean? I've, I've realized that in my travels. It was just like, because one, you're not up against as much competition as mm. you would be. And it's a lot easier to stand out if you do what you're supposed to go ahead and do. So, you know, what I mean? you know, how has traveling uh, uh, changed uh, your worldview? How has traveling changed your vision?
1: Man, um, traveling itself, and I wanna um, teach that as well um, and provide that for kids that come from the inner seas. Traveling, you get a different type of education in itself that you don't get from school. I mean, traveling, you get to see how other people live and how other cultures work and come up. And it's, it's like I said, from me traveling with boxing, at a young age i mean i i was going all over the country i was catching buses i was catching plane flights and i was going for free off of the boxing program and i was able to go to these different cities and these different states all over all over the nation and mm-hmm. it was beautiful i mean i i imagine that's what made me truly fall in bo- fall in love with boxing as well because mm-hmm. i was able to go to these different places and see these different these different things that's going on in other others different towns, and other different cities, and other different states, and like I said, that's a that's an educational education in itself of just yeah. traveling at a
0: young age. Yep, yep, nope, nope. I, I I agree wholeheartedly, man. It's like traveling changed my life. Imagine coming from a small town like Albany, but realizing you could have a life outside of there. You can Much still more. Be a part of that, but you know, like I said, so that. Even, like, uh, we uh, we joked about Charlotte earlier. It was like, I first moved to Charlotte in 2001. I've been mm-hmm. telling people about Charlotte for years. Mm-hmm. So it took a long time for people to catch on to Charlotte. And hey, it wasn't until CI's hit. Listen, you're one of the reasons why I wanted to move
1: to Charlotte. Because after you wow. showed me, you came from high what was the school. What was the school? Not Howard. Uh,
0: uh, 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 Johnson C. Smith.
1: Yeah, Johnson. So just to see how the town was and people were so, like, welcome. That's where I really got, like, Southern hospitality. When you yeah. brought me down to Charlotte and the people was like, hey, you see me in the street? Say hi. I was like, oh, excuse me. How you doing, man? I'm like, oh, excuse me. You know what I'm saying? But, hmm. like, that was just beautiful in itself to see that. And, and Charlotte was actually, at that time, was a, a booming city where it was coming up. A lot of black professionals were moving there and yeah. just to build up the culture there and everything. And that was great. And I loved it. From now, yeah. I was still moving to Charlotte just to see if it's the same vibe as well. But, yeah, man, that was that was great. I loved it. I mean, the traveling mm-hmm. is definitely it. Traveling, you have to see outside of your your own city blocks, your own yeah. city corners, I mean, because there's a big world out there. And that was something I seen myself. It was like, yo, I'm going to all these national tournaments all over the world mm-hmm. and all over the country. Like, there's different places. I can't just be stuck in Albany for the rest of my life. I love Albany. I yeah. love that. I love my city. I was born and raised there, but there's there's much more out there for me to see. Yeah. It's much more out there for me to do. So, like yeah. I said, traveling is definitely something. Even even with the model program, yeah. you actually brought the first time I ever went skiing was with model. I learned yeah. how to ski with you guys, and we, we used to take the kids there. Was it Vermont
0: m- mountain or well, mountain? Actually, we used to go to Castles uh, too. We used to go to Bel Air, uh, uh, with Brother Youssef too. Down yeah, have a brother Eustace uh, ski resort.
1: No, but um, yeah, we went out there with all of the, all those different mountains, and my like, black people don't ski, but man, once I got out there, I was like, oh my god! No, you can't tell me nothing. Now nah, I tell everybody, hey man, I catch my, catch my ass because I'm going. I'm out. You know what I'm saying? So yeah,
0: man. Like I said,
1: that's what traveling does for a young kid yes. at that age, just to show them there's much more out there for you to accomplish.
0: Yeah, and I I think in all honesty, exposure and consistency. Are the two things that are needed to change the mindset of almost anybody man once Definitely. you start you getting exposed to other things it's like yo ladies down here is crazy you know, yeah this yeah, like, yeah. This living down here is crazy and you'd be like mm-hmm. wow you know i can get out i can experience i can live uh the foods are different the attitudes are different the cultures are different People just, have, yeah. it, it changes everything man it changes everything uh, Let me see something. Uh, This one might be a good one for you too because uh, uh, you've been traveling and moving so much. Uh, How did your friendships and bonds that you formed growing up in Albany impact your adulthood?
1: That's a good question. Um, I use that for motivation because Mm -hmm. I I have certain people that had bonds with coming up as a young guy running the streets and um, just being in the regular, like a regular youth coming in and out of Albany. And um, I seen a couple of people that that basically have, um, have elevated their own self, and mm-hmm. then I see a couple of people as well that stayed in their same ways. So I use both of that as motivation for my own self. Because don't get me wrong, now I I, I I talk to people, I mesh with people from many different paths, and I would never look at mm-hmm. look down at anybody in any mm-hmm. situation. But I, I use certain situations to build on myself as well. So I still have tight bonds with, like I said, all, people from all walks of life, but nice. I know where I wanna go and I know what I wanna do with myself. Mm-hmm. And I know what exposure I still need to have for myself so I can pass on to even youth that's coming under me and even my, my two children myself.
0: Nice, nice, mm-hmm. nice. Uh, it actually, it, uh, I said the question and as soon as I said the question, uh, it made me think about uh, someone who's no longer with us no more, but Brother Muhammad. And, okay. you know, I, I wonder I wonder how that relationship with Mel uh, uh, impacted you uh, uh, as uh, uh, someone who was so close to him and then someone who was so uh, instrumental in training. You know what I mean? Yeah. How was yeah. that relationship like? Uh, how have you filled uh, that void, uh, both personally and how has it affected your career?
1: Well, I mean, again, let's just say rest in peace to brother Mel. Um, and um, I still—it's funny because Mel was Mel is still here with us now. Brother Muhammad mm-hmm. is still here with us now. His birthday is actually the day I won the title, mm-hmm. January twenty ninth. So mm-hmm. even after all of that, that just shows that he's still pushing me, still still giving me energy to go where I need to go and know he knows deep down and he loved me so much. And I loved him so much as well that there's so much more for Trevor Bryan to show. And there's so much more for Trevor Bryan to accomplish. And even after he passed his body passed, but his spirit and his energy is still here now. And that shows January 29th where I won the title and I have much more to go. But again, I still have his brother as well. Um, um I still have his brother. Here okay. with me now in my camp, and um, okay. shout out to Messiah. I mean, okay. Messiah, um, X, and um, I'm just happy that I still have him, and he's he's forever part of my family. And we're gonna continue to, to keep pushing on this dream and to accomplish these big, these big tasks that okay. God has laid in front of me.
0: Okay, okay. Speaking mm-hmm. of January, so what, what, uh, you got the title in genu- early January of this year, right? Yes, was it a 11th round knockout? 11-round knockout
1: from another former heavyweight champion, Bermain Stavern, first Haitian-born heavyweight champion of the WBC. And I was able – I was supposed to fight another guy that um, actually had the title before me, um, but he wasn't able to make it to the States. So, of a, a,
0: a visa situation or something like that, Yeah, a that, visa right?
1: situation, yes. I don't really know what his situation was. I just thought – the day of, I thought he was still going to be there. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. But he said he couldn't make it, so – Bermaine Severn was on the car as well, fighting another fighter. And he stepped up, stepped up and said, you know what? Well, I'll fight Trevor Bryan. And again, just to fight another former heavyweight champion. Yeah. I, I'm just like, man, you, you, you're you there now. And yeah. you got to show the world what you got. And, and yeah. you guys see what I, I basically did. I mean, 11th round knockout. I haven't, prior to that, I was out the ring for two years. Mm-hmm. And um, I know it's a lot of talk. Talk out there like, oh, Trevor Bryan was kind of big and this and that, and I was laid off, and COVID came and all that. Mm-hmm. But I still managed to accomplish and do what I have to do. And now, like I said, I'm I'm starting and building my legacy off of that win now. And my next fight, you guys stay tuned because something big is coming. Nice, nice.
0: What is it? Twenty-one and no, <clears> fifteen <throat> KOs, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yes, Girl, yes. I, I told only one in America.
0: I, I, only in America. Only in America right <laughs> Only now. Only in America. Yeah. Hey, man. Let me see. Um, when you were growing up, did you have a mentor or a young adult that you uh, uh, looked up to? Uh, and if so, uh, what impact did that have uh, uh, on your uh, uh, um, young adulthood growing up? Hmm. If you can remember.
1: Well, I wouldn't necessarily say I had a mentor. But I definitely had. Um, I have a big family. You know my family as yeah. well. Um, I have a big family, so I have a lot of lot of positive male figures and and, and 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 female figures in my family itself to to steer me along the right path and to feed me the right energy coming from the area we came from. But you know, kids is going to find something to do regardless if they true if they truly. I mean, are like that. And I was one of those kids that. I mean, I, I wasn't necessarily easily influenced, but I was easily distracted. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so just to say that, um, I had a lot of different positive um, family members. Not, I can't necessarily say mentors, but family members okay. that kind of stared me the right way and and at least showed me the path. Like, all right, this is what you can do. Yeah. Because I know this is the path that you're on, yeah. but this is what you can do, and this way. This is where you can grow into. And this is something that you can achieve and, and do this and do that. So I, I kind of, I mean, like I said, I, I was back and forth. I played both fences. You know I mean, yeah. but yeah. um, I definitely got together and look where I'm at. You see where I am now. I'm just showing showing some love and showing some light to to what I'm doing and what I accomplished so far. And like I said, I'm, I'm just ready to show it off to the world and give back to the world as well.
0: Okay. Yeah. Listen, I was... uh. I was listening to a podcast earlier. Uh, this dude, uh, 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 why am I drawing a blank right now? I am Cash. He's part of uh, uh, EYL with uh, Earn Your Leisure and all of them. But okay. um, he was just talking about the difference between being good and being great. And you know, a lot of times, like we have such high standards on ourselves, mm-hmm. and it's like we forget to give credit to all of the things that we've accomplished thus far, because mm-hmm. we still know that we still got so much more to do to reach that exactly. heightened level of greatness. And I can only imagine that you got to realize that what you've been able to pull off is truly great all by itself. But yes. then there's still another level because you say, listen, there's still so much more that you've I'm ready you the bar to see. For yourself. Yeah. yeah. You, you, yeah. You,
1: you, like I said, the, you, your inner self, yourself is your, your worst and your best critic at times, mm-hmm. you know I mean? He can push you, yourself can push you to go to greater or higher heights mm-hmm. or you can settle for where you're at and, and just be complacent. And I know within my own self, I have a, a strong fortitude. I know where I want to accomplish and I, I want my name to live on forever for the good things I've done while I'm here <laughs> on this earth. Nice. So yeah. Nice,
0: nice, uh, let me see. Um, uh, I'm not I'm not sure. I, I know. I know sometimes uh, you can't say everything, but uh, 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 who are you working with now in terms of trainer?
1: Um, I'm still with Stacey McKinley,
0: which is um, okay.
1: um, Stacey McKinley. I started my career with him and I'm still with him now. Um, he's my head coach. He's been working with Don King for a while now with a lot of different fighters. He actually did train Mike Tyson as well. You know, he was in Mike Tyson camp at one point as well during his career, so um, that's who I'm with now. I still have my um, strength and conditioning coach, Ramon, he's from Georgia. Um, I still have Messiah um, Eady, Messiah Williams, Messiah Eady as well. He's in my camp as my um, team coordinator and manager, and um, that's my team right now.
0: Nice, nice, nice. Let me see. Uh, if, if you could prevent any young person from making um, uh, a single mistake, what would it be and why?
1: If I could prevent, you know I mean? well, listen, life, life is about mistakes. I mean, the thing mm. about mistakes is you have to learn from them. There's not one person on this earth that I know that haven't made mistakes. And from making mistakes, you can make yourself better from it. I mean, some you have people that make mistakes and continue to make the same mistakes and repetitive energy keeps happening and happening and to wherever they're at. But I mean, mistakes are something that's going to happen to you regardless. Mm-hmm. And for me to tell a young person to say, hey, listen, live life one day at a time, but also mm-hmm. think as well, because what you do today is going to affect you in the future.
0: I like
1: that. So that's, that's something I, that I would say. To any person But like I said Mistakes are going to happen
0: Fast Fast Without a doubt And like you said I, 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 I like what you said as well Because You learn from them Hopefully you learn from them And and That's the Mistakes are the best teacher You know what I mean Mistakes are the best teacher Let me see um, uh, For you um, Do you find Setting goals for yourself uh, Stressful Or motivating Motivating I mean
1: okay. it's stressful <laughs> Working hard to them
0: because uh, it's not easy you know,
1: from where I'm at now and the things that I'm doing and trying to accomplish. I mean, it, it doesn't come easy. I mean, it's, you don't come across – like you said, you haven't came across many heavyweight champions of the world. And just to set certain goals for whatever you're doing in life, I mean, it's always going to present its own challenges. But, again, it, it, it depends on – it matters how hard and how strong and how much do you want it. And so, for me to set goals for myself that I know it's going to be hard, but anything that's good for you comes is not going to be easy. So I mean, that's how goals go for me.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. And I definitely want to ask you this too before you get out of here. This is my favorite question from both season one and season two. What's your favorite place to visit in Albany, and why?
1: Oh my favorite. And don't place say here. you know, <laughs>
0: the voice too, because for some reason I feel like that.
1: You, feel like that. Hey, they, you know, Caribbean. I'm gonna say the food <laughs> spots first. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um just to go to downtown Albany. Um there's mm. a lot of, like you said, there's a lot of history from Albany and upstate New York itself. And um for me just to drive through downtown, just coming from the airport, coming past seeing the Hudson on your right hand side and seeing and seeing the city and It's just beautiful. Upstate New York, Albany, New York, is a, a beautiful place, man. I'm telling you. And every time I, every time I walk through our little small little airport, and I've been mm-hmm. to many airports all over the world, mm-hmm. but when I walk through the Albany airport, it just I get a, an euphoria over myself. Mm-hmm. It's just like wow, like it's, it's it's very energetic. That man, I'm back in my hometown. my like, back in my mm-hmm. home city, and it, it's just lovely. Like I said, so. Me just saying, going through downtown, downtown Albany, New York, seeing all those buildings and seeing all those different communities yeah. that surround this beautiful, gorgeous city. And that's mm-hmm. what actually I love every nice. time when I
0: come back. Nice. Yo, it's, I wasn't going to say my mama. I was the
1: second point, but.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> say, listen, man, I'm hungry. And I, I asked you to make me some banana pudding. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? When I get there. More like rice and peas and oxtail, you see? <laughs> Listen, man, it's um, it's always such a great feeling uh, uh going home, regardless of what's going on, because, yeah. you know, you can either focus in on the negative or you mm-hmm. can remember the positives. And I always try to remember the positives while staying aware of the negatives. Exactly. You know I mean? But yeah, um, let me see. I got a couple more questions for you and I'm going to let you go because I know you're a busy man. Um, yeah, cause I haven't ate yet since I came back from the gym. So. Oh, oh, oh! Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> I don't want to stand in, in, in between that and that. Um. Uh, second to last question. I got one more question for you. Uh Thinking okay. of your younger self, what is something you wish someone would have told the younger Trevor Bryant? Hmm. Well, <laughs> that's
1: funny that you say that, Tyrell, because uh, a lot of people told me a lot of stuff when I was younger. Uh, uh, my knucklehead self still did it anyway. I had to find out the hard way. And I was one of those guys like, okay, maybe I, I, I'm not supposed to do this, but I did it anyway. And um, mm-hmm. like I said, just going through experiences and mistakes, man, make you into the person that you truly are and who you truly want to be. I mean, it's funny because I'm happy that you asked that question. Um, For some reason, deep down in myself, man, I always knew that I was something that was going to be special about me and I was going to do something great and my name was going to live on and was going to last and I was going to stick my name in history books somewhere and I, I had no idea at the time what it was going to be but I knew within myself regardless of everything that was going on in the community everything that was going on in my life I knew that I was gonna get right and I was gonna be on the right path and something was gonna happen great for me. And it's funny, I used to tell, I used to be my pickup line, like, girl, you gonna remember my name. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be famous one day, you understand what I'm saying? But, mm. <laughs> mistakes though, like I said, you're gonna, you're gonna grow through stuff. And I, like I said, I've been told a lot of different things throughout a lot of different years, like, Trevor, don't do this, Trevor, don't do that. You don't wanna live this, you don't wanna live that. But again, I mean, Mistakes make, make you into the person who you are, you know, you want to be. And it's up to you to correct those mistakes to, 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 to achieve a higher being of your own self. And that's exactly. what it's all about. You see know what I'm saying? So, so just to answer your question, I mean, like I said,
0: okay.
1: a lot of people told me a lot
0: of different stuff, but I had to find my own way. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Last question for you, man. What about your life's path are you most proud of, Trev?
1: To make my mother proud and happy. Mm. I mean, I come, like I said, I come from Arbor Hill. I, nobody never thought I was gonna be a heavyweight champion of the world. And and just to get the sensation to see that smile on my mother's face, smiling from ear to ear, to know that her son has accomplished something and is doing so well in life, that that's what gives me the passion to keep going on and keep doing what I'm doing now. Okay, so that, yeah.
0: Okay, listen, you, uh, the back community, you hear it first. You hear from the man, the myth, the legend himself. Hey, Trev, uh, I can't thank you enough. Uh, thank you for extending me your time this evening. Is there anything that you want to let the people know? Because you are the people's champ. Is there mm-hmm. anything you want to let the people know before, I, uh, 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 before we go ahead and part ways tonight?
1: Listen, man, again, this is Trevor Bryan, the dream, 21 and 0. Heavyweight champion of the world, WBA heavyweight champion of the world, the only one in America right now. I want to keep telling everybody that have a goal, that has things that they want to accomplish, there's a champ in you. Not just because if you're an athlete or is or, a champ in everyone. Mm-hmm. And if you want something in life, you got to work hard for it. Hard work, dedication, and preparation is going to bring you there. And keep working hard, and you will do it regardless of whatever you're doing in your life. And that's from the heavyweight champion.
0: Facts. We gonna end it on that one, man. Trevor, I greatly appreciate you, brother. Uh, uh, best, uh, best of luck as you continue training. I can't wait to see what's coming. Uh, what's coming Definitely. up? Now, uh, what's coming up next? How long? Not long, brother. Not long at all. Won't be long now. Let's go, <laughs> champ. Yeah. Hey, listen, man. I play catch up with you later.
1: All right, champ. Appreciate it. Thank you too. Thank like you, it, man. Appreciate it.